Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Flourish and Fade podcast. My name is Tiffany. My name is Katerina. And we're so glad that you joined us today. We are going to be answering your questions. We asked you guys to share some questions with us on our Instagrams, and yeah. you guys came through and you guys shared some good questions. These are some pretty deep questions, girl. Yeah. I just, I'm, I'm like, all right, let's go. I thank you guys, first of all, for yes, whoever sent these questions we Mm want to thank you guys so much for supporting us because clearly you watch and you listen yeah so thank you from the bottom but i'm well bottom of our hearts today (laughs) that you are watching and we just love you guys so much so we're gonna jump right into it yeah let's go okay so the first question we're gonna be answering is tips on renewing your mind Mm. that is a really great question whoever sent that because that is something i think we will never ever stop (laughs) yeah allowing the holy spirit to do while we are all here as christians flourishing in faith and i know for me last year i can share that one of my or i would say my scripture my life scripture of the year was in Romans verse 12, one into two. And it was, it is, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And then you will prove that good and perfect will. So of God. So I can definitely say that the Lord definitely renewed my mind in a lot of areas last year. He was transforming me and he still is and that was just something i know i needed at that moment in time that i felt like god was saying like you need to really give up your be live be a living sacrifice to me that's holy and acceptable and and know that like as you allow yourself to be transformed and yielded then i can do that work that you think that you need or that i know that you need so I just want to just thank you for sharing this question. Yeah. So practically speaking, what do you think Kat, would be some ways that we can share with the people about how to renew your minds? Yeah, practically, definitely the word of God. Like, yes, 100 um, percent reading your word, listening to it, just being filled up because that's the word of God is alive and it's yes. constantly, you know, changing us and renewing us and making us better. Um, so definitely just filling yourself up with the word Amen. Um, every single day. Um, definitely. And if you miss a day, you know, there's grace, obviously. Um, but yeah, I, I personally see in my life when I'm in the word, like that's when, you know, I'm doing my best. Like even though maybe circumstances around me aren't like the best or situations, but I can react, I can control how I respond. Um, and the word of God definitely helps me <laughs> in all areas. Yeah. So definitely the word is, I think the main thing For sure. that renews That's us, really what it is. our mind and everything yes. within our lives. Yeah. I think also what you need, um, yes, is the word absolutely so that you can know who you are in Christ and your identity. Because if you don't believe what God says that you are or who, who God says you are, then your mind is going to be thinking that you're someone else. Right. So that's what's important, I think, is to know who you are in Christ first, and that will renew just everything about you. So if you speak it over yourself, like I'm a big proponent of 
speaking the word over yourself, praying it over yourself, declaring, making those declarations about who you are. Even if you don't feel like you are that person, making sure that you say it anyway, because that's what faith is. It's believing without seeing. Right. Right. So that's something I would definitely highly say is what we can do is to speak the word because faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Also, another scripture that I I believe is in Proverbs is as a man thinks, so is he. Right. So whatever you think about, you're going to believe about yourself or other people, whatever you're thinking, you're going to basically believe and you're going to become. So that's why it is, again, back to the word important for you to make sure that you are rooted and that you have that word hid in your heart, planted deeply inside so that you can know who you are in Christ. So, yeah. And what you were saying about speaking I think also the people that you're around, like who you're surrounding yourself with is important um, because those people can speak into your life and speak the word of God over you and pray that over you and believe with you. Um, And I think that's really powerful. Um, You know, where two or more are gathered, like there the Lord is. Um, So just helping, that helps a lot. Your community, who you're around can really affect how you think. And um, what you think about yourself, what you think about, you know, your life and your worth and your value. Um, But that really helps a lot also, like the people that you're surrounded by. Yeah, for sure. Whoever you're listening to is going to be a big, big role in how you how you speak (laughs) and what you think. So if your mind is part of your soul and you know if you're this person who's asking this question And there's some things that you believe about yourself that you feel like are not true because you're obviously asking this question because you know the truth, but then you also are trying to combat the lies and what you used to believe. And Mm -hmm. when we have a belief system about who we are and what we've taught or what we learned for so long, and here you are trying to walk in faith, flourish in faith, and live a life that's unto Christ, it can be a little bit challenging for you because you have to like you're it's almost like you're trying to battle between two different identities because honestly when we do come to christ we're not necessarily like fully you know yeah uh we're we're we're, we we have some work to do and Mm -hmm. we're always gonna have work to do yeah and we're gonna have to start with the word first but it's important that you you recognize like listen like be patient with yourself and know that the lord is patient with you and his grace is always sufficient in your weakness yeah so no matter what you're thinking about it's important for you to think about what you're thinking about. <laughs> That's another thing too. Right. That's a Joyce Myers quote right there. Yes. Think about what you're thinking about. So whatever thoughts that may come in, you don't have to allow them to stay in. Yes. You can use a word and actually like speak them over yourself. And you have, even if it's one verse, like there are times when I remember when I was first a Christian and I'll use myself as, a, as an example. I remember... <clears throat> excuse me, there were some thoughts that would come through and I'm like, that is so like, what am I thinking? Like, that's not me. But remember, I, you know, I've been with myself for at that point, 25 years. So (laughs) there was a lot of things that I was thinking about for 25 years that were not true. So it's not going to take just be an overnight thing. It takes time. It's a a process. So for me, what I ended up doing was just using this scripture, which is I have the mind of Christ. I have the mind of Christ. I have the mind of Christ. And it's part of a full scripture, but I know like it's, that's, I had to say it over and over and over again. So 
That's what I, every time I thought would come through, I would say, I, nope, I have the mind of Christ. I have the mind of Christ every single time. Like it wouldn't, it would not save a beat. And there were some intrusive thoughts that were like, I've never thought this before. Like, what the heck, you know? And the enemy was coming full force. Mm -hmm. But man, I would always say like, I am a child of God or I am, you know, I had that one line, that one verse, and that's all you need. You don't need a couple passages. Like, listen, we got to do baby steps here, you know? So yeah, I would say that I have a mind of Christ all the time. And I encourage you to do that because that word is not planted in my heart. So anytime something comes, tries to come in, yeah, I always have that word that's planted in my heart. So, yeah, and once your your brain doesn't know like what really is like, how do I say like what's false and what's true? I don't know if I'm putting that right, but you can basically trick your brain into believing like that you are something that you're actually like what you what you like you are not in in a way. Yeah, like I don't know how to explain it, but yeah i don't know maybe you can kind of try to translate what i'm saying yeah like basically like what you're what you're not right now or like what you're going to be yeah like so whoever like god's like let's say you're you're an athlete and you're training for a competition and you you haven't won the competition yet but you keep saying like i'm i'm the winner i'm the champion of this you know your body and your brain doesn't really know like you're not the champion yet in reality right yeah like we don't see it but that's what faith is it's believing like without actually like seeing right and even though you don't like see it physically like in front of you you can see it in your mind right and you can see yourself like imagination is such a powerful thing Mm -hmm. you can Mm -hmm. see yourself actually winning the race right or winning the competition even though you haven't yet won it yeah does that make sense yeah and i'm not trying to be all like uh new agey or something like that please don't get it twisted here okay we're not about that but i am saying yeah you can use the word of god and if the word says i have a mind of christ then i have the mind of christ right yeah maybe this thought that came in is not actually like what a christ would think but guess what christ now lives in me because i actually have received him and i have surrendered my life to him and he lives inside of me now so of course I have the mind of Christ. Yeah. Even though I'm still here on this earth and I still have thoughts and I stole this and that. But guess what? I'm being renewed daily. Mm-hmm. I'm being sanctified daily, which means just the process of you just every day, just becoming like Christ. Yeah. Where that's what a Christian is. It's a little Christ. That's what it literally means is to be a little Christ. And we are actually, we are called to become conformed to the image of Christ. So there's that. And yeah. if I may not be like literally like the man Jesus Christ, but he lives in me and right. he is going to, I'm going to look like him because he lives inside of me. And so therefore I am like him. Yeah. So, And I think like what you were talking about, just understanding that you have authority over your mind. Like you tell your mind, like, and we talked yeah. about this in another episode, but mm-hmm. like renewing your mind, like, you know, you have authority to say Yes, maybe I am feeling this right now or this thought may have came came into my head or the enemy or whatever it could be. Or maybe you thought about something in the past, something came up, but you have the authority to say, no, I'm not going to let those things dwell in my brain, in my head. Mm. I'm going to renounce them, rebuke them, whatever you got to yes, do. Absolutely. And with the word of God and say, no, I'm not going to do that. Mm. And I'm going to use the word of God to fight because yeah. it's a battle. <laughs> And yeah. yeah. Instead of saying like, why am I thinking this way? Like, oh my gosh, like 
what's going on with me and like freaking out have something else inside like have yeah. the word in your heart so that when those thoughts come in it like it's like a it's a repellent for yes. those things those negative things or even what other people say like you touched on right. we can't control what people say either yeah but we can control what we think about ourselves and we yeah. can control our response to what they say right so i do rebuke that in jesus jesus name right i remember sometimes you know i'm not going to mention names but like you know if someone sneezes or coughs and someone like jokingly says oh you know, COVID or something and I'm, or, or whatever. And it's like, absolutely not. I rebuke that in Jesus name. Right. And I remember one time I told someone who said that, and I was like, when I'm around and I sneeze or something, don't ever say that to me. Don't ever say that. Like, and I'm so serious. Like I may, they, I may be like lightly kind of like trying to make it light, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm like, <laughs> no, like right. when I'm around, do not say that. Like, yeah. you know, because sometimes it depends on the, the crowd you're around who you can, you gotta be you know knowing like who and how to say things and who you can can talk to like that but for me um you know even if it's you can't say it out loud you can say it in your head (laughs) and that's important a lot of times when we're out and about i know that you you praying in your head i'm praying in my head depending on the situation where we're in right now (laughs) because you just don't know what's going on and what other people are thinking and what they're going through if they're whether they're believers or not believers it does not matter because people say crazy things and they think things and whatever they say is what they're thinking so usually uh so yeah we can keep going and going on about this because it could just that's a whole nother thing i feel like with boundaries and stuff like that but yeah renewing your mind yeah yeah the word daily yes asking the holy spirit to come in and just renew me and like because what you mentioned earlier like you've lived a certain way for so long and you're just wired to believing certain things or you know just believing things like the way that you were brought up and the way that you have decided to live your life for the past couple of years if you're like you're you're a young adult or whatever the case is you have to now like unlearn unlearn and like ask the holy spirit to rewire your brain Mm -hmm. to believe the truth really um but yeah it takes action and it takes reading your word and praying and little by little you'll start to see oh wow like i'm not i'm not the same Mm -hmm. as i used to be like things are changing Mm -hmm. um but it's the power of god it's the holy spirit that does all the work um but yeah yeah and one more thing because like we said the subject is like very layered yeah but it's about protecting your ears Mm -hmm. your and your eyes whatever you're allowing your eyes to see or your ears to hear is important so whatever you're looking at Mm -hmm. on your phone whatever you're reading online whatever you are listening to could be music can be the people you're around that you need to just yeah you need to just say listen like I love you, but I love you from a distance. Right. <laughs> and set those boundaries. Yeah. As you mentioned. And it's just about repetition and discipline. Right. So repeating what God says, that repetition of reading his word, repeating it out loud, and constantly being in a place of where you're in discipline with reading your word, listening to worship music, listening to sermons, listening to the word of God, let it play, whatever it takes. Yeah. Listen to Christian Christian audio audiobooks. Mm-hmm. It like there are there's always a way out. Yeah. There's 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 you know we don't talk about this, but there can be a temptation to just give in to listen to to, to garbage. 
Yeah. Because you're so used to watching garbage TV, listening to garbage music. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to get on anyone right here now. Because it, it may not be sounding garbage. Like, it sounds good. Right. <laughs> Let's be honest. That garbage smells good. Yeah. So just you know i'm not listen sin when it's good it's good like i know it sounds bad like it's such an oxymoron but when you're when you're so used to listening and watching and reading things that are just ungodly that are not good for you like it feels good let's be honest it is and you know but god jesus he is just so much better yeah he really is he is the most just i just can't put into words but what i can't what i am trying to say is like when you're so used to doing something and that felt good and it sounds good all the time you know it's hard sometimes to break off and and but listen like when you have come to that place where you're ready to just dive in and forget about all that stuff it's you know that jesus is the, the best like the most uh, like I can't put into words, but he's just wonderful and he's beautiful. Yeah. And there's no one like him. There's no, nothing that can top him. It's just no. And we should always live our lives having that mindset and thinking, but we are always bombarded with what, you know, the world wants our attention mm-hmm. and the world is seeking after our minds. And when you can get the attention of someone, then you can get their mind, their brain and you've got them hooked because once you got their attention then everything else that like they should be doing or they you know like having a relationship with the lord or even for christians we have to be careful with how much are we consuming are we over consuming or is there so much of an over over consumption of media and things that like feel good in the moment but at the end of the day you're looking you're like what did i actually do today like and then you start to think you start to be self-critical and your mind starts to go places like see you sh- that's why you gotta you gotta stop doing what you're doing you know you why are you doing that like you, you can't get it together like when are you gonna get your life together you know all these different thoughts that come through that we have a foothold for the enemy to come in and just be like because there's that part of us that's like okay we are having awareness of what we need to change but it's the action between right. having the awareness and then actually like doing something about yeah. it that is a little bit difficult. But that's why we go back to the word that tells us like not to be idle with our time. How precious, how precious life is but a vapor. Mm-hmm. Like I'm saying these things because I read those things in the in the Bible. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if I didn't read those things, I would not be able to like say it. And I would have some other answer that would be just like from myself that was like, oh, you know, we should know better. Okay. Well, well what are we going to do about it? Right. <laughs> we should know better. Well, what are we going to do? Like, what do we, what's our solution? Yeah. So, um, yeah. That's good. Yeah. Our next question. That was, we just, that was question Whoa. one. Hello. Yeah. We might need a part two in this. <laughs> So our second question is, how do you cultivate your one-on-one time with God? How did you start? Huh. Okay. You want me to go first? I think so. Okay. Cultivating one-on-one time with God. Hmm. Well, like personally, I would go to church. I would go to young adults group. And um, 
I would read my Bible like every now and then. It wasn't like in the beginning, it wasn't so like it wasn't normal yet for me. Um, but then as time went on, I'm like, okay, like I'm kind of learning. I'm kind of capped at all I can learn by just going on a Sunday and going like on a Wednesday or Tuesday night. You know what I'm saying? Like I was like, I wanted to know more. Mm-hmm. Um, like I was like, I'm looking around at all the other people. I'm like, hold on. <clears throat> like they know more than me, you know, not, not that it's a competition, but I'm like, there's more to know about Jesus other than just attending somewhere and like hearing the word from someone mm-hmm. else. Yeah. So I really was diligent about just taking time with spending time with the Lord and reading my word. And, um, sometimes with me, I can kind of like go to extremes. Um, so there was a time when I was waking up at 3am, um, and (laughs) reading my word and, um, praying and working out and doing YouTube stuff. And that was just a whole nother season in my life. Um, but it really helped. And those were some of the like most crucial times in my walk because I really learned a lot. And there's just, I really believe that there's something about early in the morning that like it's just different like different like i don't know what it is but whatever i learned in that season like really like helped my foundation like my walk with god um so yeah i just got to a place where i just wanted more and i was like okay like this is a priority to me if i'm gonna call myself a christian if i'm gonna go to church like i'm gonna be all in or i'm not because then it's just a waste of time yeah um and i really just fell in love with jesus and i think really that's what it was for me like God just really like reassured me and he was just redeeming things for me left and right. And just his love really brought me closer to him, to where I wanted to know him. It wasn't like a chore um, or anything like that. I really just wanted to know who he was and know more about him and learn and grow. And yeah, and just really sacrificing things, sacrificing the Netflix um, and the going, staying out late and just different things, making sacrifices. And um, yeah, that's kind of my answer in a way. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so for me, how did I start? Well, I started by listening to a lot of sermons, reading my Bible. I started actually in, I want to say I started in Romans, which is a great place to start because it's very... Just everything like theologically, the church we, you know, we call our church today, like a lot of theological things that we need to understand are found in Romans. And that's a great place, good foundation. And then, Mm -hmm. of course, reading the Gospels and Genesis. I love Genesis so much because it's like the beginning, you know, and it's so good. It is so good. So good. And yeah, I just... I I really enjoyed honestly I would just sit at my parents like breakfast table and just open my word and read. I read from a Bible that actually an old friend gave me when she first became a Christian. Which is so interesting because it's so funny how things come back full circle. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How someone back then when I was not a Christian or I wouldn't call I was very a luke, I was a lukewarm mm-hmm. person. And yeah, she gave me this Bible. It was a message Bible. It was a it was a good start for me because I was a baby Christian. I needed to like, okay, I needed language that I speak that I can understand. Right. But I also had um my Bible that my I believe my mom had a Bible that she let me use and it kind of became my Bible. <laughs> <laughs> I highlighted all my Bible. It's a new King James Bible. It's actually a precious moments Bible. It's so cute. 
And I love that Bible because it was like, I would use both. Sometimes I have them both out because like I would, I like the New King James because I love like that kind of poetic sounding you know it's not king james thee and thou it's the like updated version so it's like i like that but i would read both those bibles to kind of see oh okay well what does this actually mean you know or what what is this layman's terms for me like to understand in like the message bible even though it's not a bible i would necessarily recommend for a new believer now but if you have a bible like in jesus name like use that bible but it was what i had at the time and it was cool and it was yeah so started reading and definitely like you know i would i was going to church at first as well and gave my life to christ and then that's when i when i gave my life to christ i really was diving into like reading the word every day and constantly listening to sermons listening to the word i actually listened to revelations a lot like crazy enough i don't know there was something mysterious but so i needed it like i very uh like i guess not shocking but just like it just woke me up to the mm. end you know of what's right. to come yeah and i like that i, I need i'm kind of like cat we're both kind of very similar when we're ready to go all in on something we go all in like we're very extreme people yeah so <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i did that for a long time and I had small groups of course i was in like two small groups at the same time i was in church a lot like i was in there like swimmer like i was really <laughs> i just went all in like i was yeah so there's that and then as far as how does it how did it evolve there were times when i did feel like i was a little critical of myself because i would like i went to my pastors one time and i was like oh my gosh like i i feel like i haven't really been praying a lot and i just i i want to but i want to have that discipline and like listen you're in a different you're in a season right now there's some seasons where you're going to be able to be with the lord for an hour and sometimes you're going to be with him for three hours or maybe 30 minutes or maybe 10 minutes but god he knows your heart and he knows how much you love him and you are just developing a relationship with him so allow his grace to be sufficient for you and just allow that rhythm to happen and he knows you desire that so that fire is there so I really received that and I needed to hear that. And so, yeah, I tried to, on my days off, I spent time with the Lord at least, honestly, like two hours. It can go up to more uh, because I just really need that time to like really refuel and recharge. Yeah. And I really love that in a journal and um, just to keep continuing to answer the question. Yeah Cultivating a relationship. It just honestly, it ebbs and flows in different seasons when, you yeah, know. That's true. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think just making it a priority is just key. Yeah. And you don't have to be extreme and wake up at like 3 a.m. No. Like you just you do what you can, but like don't give him your crumbs, like I would say. Yeah. And like yeah. I'm not saying this to like condemn you or anything because mm-hmm. I'm speaking to myself. That's because true. like a lot of times with me, like, oh, like I won't wake up early. Oh, I'll just do it in the evening. And then like nighttime comes and I'm tired. Right. Like I'm about to start drooling on this pillow. Yeah. But now is when I want to pray to God and read the word and like, you know, I just want to make sure that he's a priority because he like he is my priority mm-hmm. in my life. Um and to be honest, like if I don't have him as my priority, then my life is looks a lot different. Yeah. You know, like I'm not as as peaceful. You know, I don't bear a lot more mm-hmm. fruit than I could. Patience. You know, I'm not as compassionate as I can be. Yeah. Um. So yeah, putting him first is just essential, and just do what you can. Don't overthink it because then you won't do it, and then 
you'll just keep thinking no. like, oh, I have to, it has to look like this or this. No, it doesn't. Mm-mm. You just pray to him as your father mm-hmm. and um, read your word in journal. Journal is really good too, just to yes. release and just to hear from him. Like a lot of times, like I'll just open up my journal and just say, okay, God, what do you want me to know? And I'll just start writing and he just speaks to me that way. And it, it just works. Um, but you'll you'll learn how the Lord speaks to you in different ways. And um, But yeah, just just start and just trust him. Just know that he's a good father who's waiting to spend time with you. Um, he's waiting all the time. So um, thank God he's not like, you know, a condemning father who's like, you were supposed to meet with me at 815 and yeah. you didn't. Yes. But, you know, there's grace. Just, um, yeah, really make it a priority and just every day, I believe, is yeah. is necessary. Yeah. One thing that came into mind was just, I think people need for like a practical way just to, just to understand the difference between intentional time with the Lord and spontaneous time with the Lord. So that means, so intentional time would look like you setting a time every day to spend time with him, whether it's in the morning or at night or in the afternoon, whatever time you thrive in is a great time because yeah. You can try to sacrifice, but if you're not a morning person and you're going to try to spend time with the Lord in the morning, it's it's going to be difficult and you, you might not last a long time. Not yeah. to be like, you know, negative, but it's just to know yourself and be aware of yeah. where you're at in where your life. At, right. And if you have that desire to spend time with him in the morning and you aren't a morning person, it's a good reason to become a morning person so right. you can start. And uh, if you're like a person who just is exhausted and you just don't have that capacity in the evening, then don't do it in the evening. Right. You know, obviously you can before bed, like thank the Lord and just have time of gratitude and, and do that. And just really like just thank God for your day and, and ask him like, hey, what could I have done better today? Like how yeah. how did I serve you well? And what is some what are some ways that I could have served you better or other people around you better? I should say. And yeah. You know, that's kind of something you can do at the end of your night or in the in the afternoon for me. I'm kind of like in the middle where I thrive around like that mid morning. I'm more of like a 9 a.m. to like 11. And that's when I thrive. I love that time with the Lord. But there's times when I have things to do and I just, you know, and I'll be honest or waking up early for me is <laughs> I can do it. But it's got to be like really intentional and I have to like work out also in order for me to like wake up that early so for some reason I it helps me out so Mm -hmm. and also like we can put him first absolutely and spend time with him first but if you do need to get that cup of coffee or take a shower or brush your teeth do it hello yeah we want to be alert for him exactly you'll be better off and walk around and pray yes make your make your bed and pray like thank good morning lord how are you doing you know what I mean like worship for me is a big thing i love to worship that's what really helps me to like i I, before i start to like pray or read i i do like to worship or whatever that looks like so it can be different different times maybe you're gonna test it out try some things out yeah try it out it's you don't have to feel like oh like you don't have to feel like you need to be perfect to spend time with god like that's it's totally the opposite you know just come to him and yeah a constant relationship like I talk to Tiffany multiple times during my day. Mm-hmm. Like we text or sometimes we'll call mm-hmm. on the way home from work or we'll see each other when we get home. Same thing with my mom. I'm constantly talking to my mom, like our other friends. So it's the same thing, you know, cultivating that yes. true intimate relationship with Jesus. Yeah. Is really all he wants from you. Yeah. If you feel like praying and you're feeling 
maybe you're feeling a little bit anxious you know that's and you feel like prompting to pray take that time go in the bathroom at work and pray yeah there those are what we call spontaneous times when i gotta go run, run in my car on my break because i had a client who was cutting up and i need to just release and forgive and i didn't have time in that moment to do that or i did but i need to like really do it like how i want to and i can do that if i have the the opportunity the most important thing is to like look for those pockets of opportunities that we have that sometimes can go unnoticed through the busyness and the hustle and bustle of our days but if we really are sensitive to the holy spirit he's going to be prompting us and like tapping us like hey i want to talk to you for a minute like i know you want to like like, let's let's talk about what just happened like i need that i need you to give me that i need you to hand that over to me because what you're feeling those emotions that's not me i need you to let me cultivate uh this i need you to let me i need you to let me help you to cultivate this patience Mm -hmm. this fruit you know of the spirit this kindness this tenderness that when someone is upset with you you just you literally that fruit just pops out you hand somebody the fruit of patience you know so those are the things that uh as you grow and as you learn as you walk it's just through experience man god is going to teach you how you can trust him in a spontaneous way or in a intentional way yeah and both are good as long as you're spending time with the lord like absolutely because there are some people who don't like they don't want to have that structure in a way like they think it's weird like setting an appointment Mm -hmm. like putting god in your schedule but like there's some people who need it like i need it i'm Mm -hmm. very scheduled person i like my calendar i like my list i that that helps me a lot with everything in my life and it's not that i'm just putting god like i'm only meeting with god at 6 a.m like no like it's all day i'm praying to god and talking to him yeah but I do need that structure where I do need to be disciplined and maybe put a reminder on my phone, spend at least 20 minutes with Jesus today, like Mm -hmm. uninterrupted, like something. Cause I just know myself, but if you're not like that, then you'll figure it out along the way. If you don't know now. Um, But yeah, don't beat yourself up about it. You know, I I feel like that's the most important thing is not to beat yourself about it up about it. If we think about Jesus, he always went to certain spots that he enjoyed being with in the secret place with his father. Yeah. He would go, he wake up early in the morning or he would, he would stay up late to pray and he would go into different gardens where he would spend that time yeah. in with his father. You know, when we think about when he was in the wilderness, what do you think he was doing in the wilderness? He was praying to his father. So it's important that we look to Jesus to be our example of how to have a deep, intimate relationship with our heavenly father so that we don't condemn ourselves. We realize like, man, if Jesus did this, then absolutely I can too. Yes, he was Jesus, but we are called to be people who conform to his image and be like him. Yeah. And if we're following him, we're going to follow what he does too. Right. He is the best example. We can give you all the advice and Things that we do, but read, look, to read Jesus. the word, right? Please look to <laughs> Don't Jesus. Don't look to me because I have not Please. prayed every single day that I've been a Christian. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Or read my Bible every single day, but you know, I am getting there and I'm so thankful for the Lord and his word and we have access to it. We don't, we cannot make any excuses that we didn't read it because we got it in our phones mm-hmm. and we, we just have so many, um, ac- so much access to his word and information yeah. like 
it's we really got it made now we really you know? do like we don't have to walk around with a bible in our hands like a physical bible all the right. time we actually have it in our pockets and our phones mm-hmm. which is such a blessing like it's so convenient but yeah. it is important to also have the other alternative which would be you know having a physical bible yeah because it does have that nice tangible feel mm-hmm and it's a different experience and you kind of learn how to not depend on your phone or be distracted by your phone but you can depend on the word of god which is just that it's just the word it's not right. alerting you about yes. what happened and like you know yeah. texting you it's 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 the written word and it's 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 that's that's it right <laughs> it's alive and active all right guys so let's get into question three question three is more of like a statement about this person who is just needing some help so the person wrote encouragement for those who feel lonely because at this point it's when people make bad decisions i first want to just say i am just super just i want to just offer my empathy to you and and you know basically i don't want to like just glaze over how you're feeling right now yeah i want to let you know that your feelings are completely valid and whatever it is that you're going through the lord knows exactly what's going on and he's not far from you amen if you're feeling lonely i want you to know that god jesus he's close to the brokenhearted so if there is a, a right now if you're feeling like just this loneliness and feeling like you're feeling this emptiness that no one's around and no one cares I want to just remind you that there are people that do care and there are people who would love to pray for you. And there is someone that God will present opportunity for you to reach out to. If you feel like you just, maybe you can't trust anyone with what you're going through, or maybe you don't have the friends or the support. That's a real thing. There are a lot of people out there who feel like their family or their friends don't understand what they're walking through. Yeah. And maybe they don't have the resources like therapy to actually express how they're feeling to an actual person because God really, he has given us each other to depend on and yeah for support we do need each other in the kingdom and there's so many people in the world who are feeling so lonely and that's a real thing loneliness is definitely something that i know that older people can feel maybe they've lost you know a spouse or maybe you're someone who is a young person who just maybe you move to a new place and maybe you don't have friends maybe you're in college right now you're a freshman or you're a student maybe you're that christian in school and Mm. you are like that weird christian that people are like man why don't you come out with us like maybe you'd have friends if you actually come out with us and do stuff that we do that is Mm. not what you know is you're supposed to do right so there are different there are different expressions of loneliness But what's most important for us to know as Christ followers is that the Lord, he constantly in his word reminds us not to be afraid for he, for he is with you and he is right beside you. He's holding you up with his righteous right hand. Yeah. Like you don't have to feel lonely. You don't have to, you don't, the thing is our feelings, we don't have to give into them how we feel. A lot of times we can choose, right? There are other ways out of feeling loneliness. So that would mean putting yourself out there in ways that maybe you don't you wouldn't necessarily do because feeling lonely you want to just you want to recluse you want to like just isolate yourself basically well not that you want to maybe you have a desire and you want friends but a lot of times when you have these feelings these feelings lie to you and they tell you like hey 
then you know you're already lonely so you should just be by yourself anyway right so maybe there are so there have been some opportunities where you have had moments where you could do something and hang out or other places you can go to or an event and you just feel like well why should i go because i'm already going alone but let me tell you something that adversity of feeling lonely is the very thing that god can use to help you and launch you into being in a part of a community that will support you and love you so walk into that church alone go to that conference alone go to that coffee shop alone go wherever it is that you know that listen there's going to be people around there's going to be it's going to be healthy it's yeah. a place where god's going to be like yes this is okay right. go go especially in godly communities because i'm telling you there's going to be someone who's going to see you and notice you if they have the holy spirit in them they're going to see you and they're going to the holy spirit will prompt them and say you know what you should go talk to that girl or that guy because yeah. uh they they came here alone and you have no idea so I'm, um, and I encourage people who are Christians out there. If you see someone who has come some to put so, to a place by themselves, or maybe they're not talking to anyone and they're at an event or at church, yeah, go up to them, yeah, introduce yourself, say hello. You know, sometimes we can get so caught up in our friends and our circles mm-hmm. that we miss the very person that God wanted us to talk to. Right. And and listen, and there may not be that person may feel like, well, I'm, this is that this is that one time they decided to come out. And then we end up just kind of like not really acknowledging them. Right. So I understand that like we can't be everything to everyone. I understand that. Yeah. And there are times where people, they go through things and they need to go through these things so that they can help them to go out, get outside of their comfort zone or outside of what they're feeling, I should say. Mm-hmm. So as I don't, again, I don't want to like lighten the like loneliness. I, I don't want to do that at all because it's a real thing. Yeah. But I, I just want to encourage you to be courageous and not be afraid for the Lord. He is with you. Whenever you walk into any place, you are not alone. You are walking with the living God who lives inside of you. He is with you. He's all around you and within you. He is with you, right? We have to know that. Again, yeah. that's why we got to know our word. There are places I've gone to alone as a new Christian. Yes, I am a very extroverted person. I know this. It's facts. Big facts. I know. (laughs) But (laughs) I understand. Like, it might be a little bit easier for me. I work in sales. I have to talk to strangers every day, right? I know that for sure. Like, yes. Now, maybe you are more of an extrovert and you have to, you know, kind of it, it takes you a little bit hard like it, it takes more out of you more energy out of you you're not being fake just be yourself if yeah. you are not sure what to say it's okay you know because the more that we do things that we're afraid of is the better we become right it actually you embrace the i won't say embrace the fear but it's almost like you're embracing the courageous spirit of the living god living in you and you're taking like Christ is in you. He's the one who's in you. He's the one who's cr- great and courageous, right? Yeah. And that's a grace, right? That is in you. He's giving you his grace to be courageous and and go out and do the things that are that literally you're afraid of. Right? Because right? we will walk in being afraid. I'm not saying you're not gonna walk in and like you're gonna fake it. I'm not afraid. Like, I get that. I completely get that. But man, like you have the word of God, you say it over yourself, even if you have to sit in the car before that first date and have to say, I can do this, Lord, I can do this. Like whatever it takes, like I'm telling you, 
you may it may seem crazy but don't be too prideful and think too highly of yourself to do the things that seem crazy yeah or to talk and encourage yourself before the lord you know what i'm saying yeah david had encouraged himself he was a warrior there were probably times when he was afraid maybe he was afraid to face goliath maybe he was but he said you know what i could take him down i'm young i'm fearless i got this i'm a little bit afraid inside but i'm a big i'm a big boy you know whatever it, me- it means we have to encourage ourselves we have to sometimes talk to ourselves look ourselves face to face in the mirror and yeah. say you can do this you know we don't ha- we don't want to give loneliness the power you know we can't give our power over to loneliness who is loneliness you know now i understand that you can we can sometimes feel alone but it doesn't mean that you actually are alone that's the thing that's the the difference of knowing like i may feel alone because literally physically i'm alone right now like no doubt but spiritually in the spirit you are not alone you have angels armies all around you that's what the word of god says that's why we got to have faith that believes what we cannot see right and when you start to believe that and you say that and you know it and you read the word you will actually be like, oh my gosh, I'm really not alone, actually. Like, I'm actually, I have my father's with me right here in this room. Yeah. So. It's true. That's yeah. all I have to say. <laughs> that's really good. Talk. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys. Yes. So much for sending these questions. It really opened up a lot of different conversations we would not have had. Yeah, for if sure. We didn't have these questions. So yeah. we want to thank you so much because i was blessed today and encouraged Mm -hmm. myself and i think it challenged us to really like see like okay what are we made of what what are how are we doing right (laughs) now you guys are really know like how are they doing like what is their perspective is it a godly perspective is it what is it is it biblical yes it is in jesus name amen but i just it just really makes us makes me thankful for the fact that i have a relationship with the lord yeah. And it's not to be prideful or to be arrogant. It's just to really be grateful because I would not be able to share what I shared today if I did not have a relationship with the Lord. And the fact that you guys trusted us to even answer these questions is super humbling and, and it's it can only be all glory to him. So, Amen. Yeah, for sure. Thank you guys so much for just trusting us and um, submitting questions and We really, really appreciate it. And thank you for supporting as well. Yeah. Yes. We love you guys. And we look forward to seeing you on on our next episode. We are excited and we just can't wait to continue this journey as we all flourish in faith. Yeah. So, yeah. Thank you guys for listening and watching. You can check us out on all of our social media platforms. Follow us on Instagram. DM us. Follow us on TikTok. Yes. All the fun places. And thank you so much to you guys for just supporting us and tuning in. We'll see you guys next time. Bye.